Welcome to Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Petralis, and we are super excited for today's guest. You know, we've been having a lot of collegiate athletes on here over the last couple months, and that train's continuing here. We have four outstanding young ladies here who play Salem State Hockey. Uh, we're super excited to talk to them, and we're going to be covering them Saturday night. They're senior night against Castleton up at Salem, so we're super excited. I love to be able to get on the ice and skate around during warm-ups. I feel like that's when you catch the best stuff, so we're super excited about that. And then next week, we got a Mefford uh, senior night boys hockey and girls and we're doing a really fun project with you know the senior players giving jerseys to their teachers that they've had in the past that uh, have had a big influence on them so we have a whole big surprise coming we're going to be going to elementary schools middle schools and high schools in the city of Mefford. so it's going to be a lot of fun over the next week or so so uh, we're excited about that but back to these ladies these ladies are awesome uh and we're super excited to have them on here so i'm going to say all their names and i'm probably going to mess one up even though i practiced them like three times uh but without further ado from salem state hockey we have jess Taya, right? Taya. I have the pronunciations here. Um, Kaya and Deanna. Did I get everything right? Yep. Thank goodness. All right. Well, welcome to Beyond Podcast, ladies. Thank you for coming on here today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. absolutely. So let's just talk about it. I mean, I'm going to kind of jump right into it. I mentioned it towards the introduction. I mean, Saturday night, we're going to be out covering you guys. And I know talking to your coach, one of your coaches, Coach Dana, he mentioned that this was a game that you wanted. Him and I had talked about a bunch of different games, and this seemed to be the game, and maybe senior night is that significance. But what was it about this night, maybe outside of senior night, that was like the game that this is the game you really wanted? And anyone can take it. Whoever wants to jump in and take it, take it. Yeah, so having home games this weekend, it takes a little bit of stress off when we're on the road. We often travel really far far considering our league, um, but this game is definitely an attainable win. Um, we've been having strong practices this week, and I think with Plymouth leading up, we could try and clinch that too. Um, and I think these are very attainable games this weekend that we need to win for playoffs. That's great. So you guys are looking at playoffs here. So how many games do you guys have left in your season? And is there like a magic number of wins or points that you need to get to kind of qualify? Yeah, so we have four games left and we need to do the best we can here um, to see where it takes us. See where the chips fall a little bit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fair enough. That's great. And sometimes that's like, honestly, I've coached plenty of teams that like you, your backs up against the wall, like late in the season. And when you start playing well, like those are the scariest teams to play, like in a playoff because they're playing well. it's do or die. It's been do or die for weeks or a month. And um, so, yeah, so that's great. So yeah, just keep battling. You never know chips fall into your place and no one wants to play a hot team going into the playoffs. So um, just keep going there. Uh, you mentioned it. And I'll have somebody else kind of jump in and talk about this. I mean, talk about like the mindset of when you know that you got a home game. So that's like a very short commute from your dorm room going to the hockey rink or where, wherever it is. I'm not sure where they're located as far as where you live to where the rink is. But obviously away games, you're traveling. So talk about the mentality of away game a little bit. Like when you know that you got like a two hour plus bus ride, homework, all of that stuff. I mean, how are you mentally getting ready going to a game on the way down to kind of keep yourself fresh and not tired or like, you know, when you get off the bus, like you got to recheck yourself back in. Um, away games are definitely different than having home games. Obviously, I think everybody can agree. Um, but one big thing for away games is making sure that you have a good meal before the bus, making sure that you're eating well on the bus, um, make sure you're moving on the bus, not sitting down the whole time. Um, and really just thinking about what you're going to do. Um, during that game and focusing on what you can do better. 
what's an average bus ride for you guys? Like on average, how long is it usually commuting to schools? Uh, when so, we go like like Norwich and NEC, it's topping three hours. When we go to like Jewu, like last weekend, it was an hour and a half to an hour forty five. I'd say. Oh, yeah, that's then back and forth. So you add that up. That's a lot. So what do you guys do? I mean, you say like you're walking around, you keep loose, you keep fresh. I mean, you guys watching movies. Is there music that you listen to? I mean, are you taking a nice bus? I mean, you have to be taking a nice bus, right? Yeah. Oh, thank God. Okay. So you have the ability to like watch movies or put something on, I'm assuming too. Is there TVs on there or no? Yeah. There's little, little screens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a little like <laughs> on the ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so talk about that because sometimes like, you know, I, when I coach football, we played in the central Catholic central and we play, we were in Arlington, but we had to go to Brockton. We had to go to Braintree. We had to go to uh, Peabody. We had to go to Lit. I mean, we were traveling. So, you know, and on Friday nights going up to your area, as you guys know, especially when you're getting closer to Halloween, traffic's brutal. So, you know, we're leaving at three o'clock and we're on a two hour bus ride to travel with something that's only like 30 minutes away. Mm -hmm. um, so sometimes that's like the best bonding on the bus. I mean, do you guys feel like you take advantage of that as a team, like bonding time, getting to know each other? Do you feel like this year, those bus rides have kind of worked that way? I'd say, yeah, definitely. Um, especially towards the beginning of our season, our first like away trip was to Elmira, New York, which is like eight hours on the bus. It's brutal. Um, but I know we do this little freshman karaoke thing so we have the freshmen stand up by the front of the um the bus and they pick a song they put headphones on so they can't <laughs> like hear themselves sing and it's oh it's God, really fun <laughs> who's the best who 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 can we shout out right now who's the best karaoke or on the team oh who was Celeste? this year so <laughs> Well, maybe we'll get that on some of our coverage. We'll get there early in the locker room. We can have her just kind of show why she's the champ, right? Ask her to sing Valerie. 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 All right. I'm going to write this down. Valerie. Like the name Valerie? Yeah. All right. She's a firecracker. You'll love her. Yeah, that's great. Um, and, and talk about, I mean, I guess talk about that. I mean, you guys are essentially on this. I mean, I'm sure there's other leaders on the team or whatever, but you know, you guys are on here kind of talking. I mean, talk about leadership style for you. Um, I know Jess, you mentioned your fifth year that had to do with COVID. So, you know, this is like an extra year for you. You might be the oldest on the team or one of the oldest on the team. I mean, talk about leadership as far as you go. Like, how do you keep your team focused? How do you keep your team ready to go? How do you keep your team shop at practice? I mean, what is it that you maybe do as a leader to kind of keep the girls focused? Um, I just like try to lead by example. I know that like if I just do my daily routine and then everybody tries to bounce off each other, you just keep it like a positive environment and like your mentality and mindset. So I always try to like lift everyone up because you only get so many games and so many practices and so many hours together so if you really just cherish that and then you kind of just go together and I don't know we always play like music or we always just like get together and I don't know I always like dance around I always play with like my volleyball willy and I always like ask people if they want to play it's more of like me pelting them with it but it just creates like a positive environment and I know that like if you just lead by example and I always like when I was a freshman, I looked up to my captains and like the upperclassmen and whoever, and like seeing them work out and put the extra hours in the gym or like on the ice. And then that just translated to like who I am as a person. So hopefully like my teammates like follow that. 
Yeah, and I think that's so good. And you said something too about like when you were a freshman, like looking up to your senior captains. And, you know, to me, sports is the greatest parallel to life because like all the skills that you learn as far as being a leader or following a leader or, you know, following a coach and following instructions and being on time and doing what you're supposed to do, like all of that ties into like the real world. I mean, you girls all mentioned your majors and your jobs, like your job is going to have so much responsibility when you're older and you guys are handling that or have been handling that for so long at such a young age that what overwhelms other people like you're like, yeah, I took an eight hour bus ride in New York, like to play a hockey game or on the way, like people don't experience that. Right. Like when I'm in a room with like yelling and screaming kids, like people like look at each other, like this is so loud. And I've been teaching and doing camps for so long that like, I look at people, I'm like, that's not loud. Like they're fine. You know? So sometimes just doing that stuff a lot, like you are essentially like building yourself up for life. Like you are preparing yourself to be ready for like the workforce and in the rest of your life that's ahead of you. So that's great to hear. Um, and what kind of music you guys listen to? Like, are you guys variety or I ask this question a lot because music's huge. Like I, some, some teams, like they have a strict playlist. They only play a certain playlist. Um, you know, some kids it's only certain types of music. So I'm interested to see what your locker rooms like as far as music goes or, or the bus. I'd say we're a mixture of everything. We have a lot of country. We have a lot of big booty mix down under mixes, volume five, especially, um, but I'd say a little bit of everything, rap, pop, anything anybody wants to throw on, we're willing to play it. Is there a song that you come out to in a game? Is there like a certain <laughs> song that you come out to? Or I mean, everyone's um, laughing. Yeah, no, we use we use the same warm up, but we have a song like a team song. It's called Murder on the Dance Floor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that we sounds play that. awesome. You guys <laughs> <laughs> We play that a lot. Um, yeah. So I'd say that's our team song, but we use the same warm up every game, home game at least. I don't, we don't have a name for it. SSU Women's Ice Hockey warm up. Hey, that's great. I mean, we have a Beyond playlist. We've given it to like a few high schools, and they play it like during their warm ups. Maybe we'll have to out the send it to Dana and see if he'll play it for your guys' one. It's yeah. great. I had like a DJ in Boston. Like he's like well known. Like we teamed up with him, and like we went through like what he plays and what his top twenty are. When he and so we just kind of figured out like good mixes and everything. And everybody who's listened to it, players, coaches, ads, like all love it. So maybe we'll hook you guys up with it for one of your one of your last games. Yeah. Um, Kai, I'm going to jump to you for a second because I mentioned earlier that um, on our Instagram, we gave you a shout out. You had 70 saves. I mean, I've never heard of that in my entire life, like ever. I couldn't believe it when I read it. I was like 70 saves. Um, who are you guys playing? We played Elmira, Elmira College. So they came down to us, which is probably like an eight hour bus ride for them as well. But um, I believe they're ranked 12th in D3. They're uh, pretty up there. Yeah. They're one of the better teams that we play. We did you like, was that something you, after the game, someone told you, or did you just think, you know, you had like so many shots on that? Like talk about that. Cause I, like I said, the most I've like ever heard of, I was like even trying to look up like NHL records, like college, like no one touches it. I've never, I've never seen that. That's a record. I'd be really curious to like research more and see if it exists like if, if you have it but talk about that i mean did you realize you were getting pelted with pucks or it wasn't until after the game um well so actually early in the earlier in the year when we played norwich my goalie partner cassie played and she actually set the record for the the season the year um she had 60 saves against norwich and then but yeah so against almira i had 81 shots against 
and 75 saves. 75 um, saves? Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sure <laughs> no worries. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I it was definitely a, a lot of shots. Um, I've never had that many shots in a game before, but yeah, I, I was kind of expecting a little thing like after the game, like about the record, because I know Cass that we talked about it with Cassie a little bit, but um, no, it was just really cool that I, mean, I was 130. Able to I mean, that's 135 saves between the two in two games. I mean, that's some goalie doing yeah, 135 in a season, <laughs> you know, I mean, realistically, um, yeah. wow, that's really that's I, I am going to have to research that a little bit more. Um, what color are you guys jerseys? I mean, I, I, I love the Salem state colors, but I, I'm curious, like, what is it like, what's your like home jerseys look like, what your way jerseys look like? Um, oh, orange? yeah. yeah our way jerseys white. are orange, um, awesome. an orange base with blue and white stripes. And then our home jerseys are white with orange and blue stripes. What jerseys do you guys like better? White. Oh, white. I, or, <laughs> the orange ugly. Like, are they like, like traffic cones? No, they're like <laughs> darker than that. When you go to Salem, you kind of have to embrace the orange. Like, when you commit yeah. freshman year, it's like, okay, we're doing orange for four. So, <laughs> you, you kind of get used to it. Every athlete owns some obnoxious orange sweatshirt. So, yeah. <laughs> well, we had Coach Harvey, the basketball coach on here from Salem State, like a while back. And that I said, I asked him kind of the same question because he actually used to coach at LaSalle where I went to school. I used to go to games and he was a coach there. And they were like baby blue. So I was like, compare the baby blue to the orange. And he just started laughing. He's like, it's non-comparable. <laughs> like the baby blue is so much better. So it's funny to, to kind of ask you guys that same exact question. Um, and how's the swag for D3? Do you guys get a lot of swag or do you get like beer bones? We definitely um, have options. Like we've taken it upon ourselves to um, invest in a Lulu store, Lululemon. Um, so we have our own like branch of the store. Teams can um do that like a separate thing it's not it's not the regular website so you get a bulk order and we have joggers tops um but we do have a few other options so it's getting better by the year i think the men's team is jealous of our lululemon every year so that's yeah listen, you guys are trendsetters i mean that's the thing right you want people to buy comfortable stuff to wear they're not going to buy something because to buy it right like or if it's like cheaper material like you wash it a couple times and it's kind of like uh, like you want to yeah you know what if you want good clothes to, to last and to look good like yeah then you get high quality clothes so that's awesome the swag question is really important uh i ask a lot of college athletes that i had a kid who he played division three baseball and i asked him he's like we get nothing but then he is his uh master's year he went to southern new hampshire university which was d2 and he's like oh i got a little bit better and then he went in the transfer portal this past year because he had one more year left of COVID, and he's playing at georgia and he was like oh the stuff i get is he's like i get like 10 of everything you know so it's always funny to hear like as you go up in division like you're saying it's like a store you go shopping and you get like so much more you know you get like a black card credit card or something like that yeah. um but the swag's important you got to look good when you play uh, i'm a big believer in that as well um I'm going to ask you about coach. I don't know your head coach. Like I, I've never met your head coach before. I just know coach Dana. Uh, is that what you guys call him? You call him coach price. You call him coach Dana. Dana is um, a great guy. You know, we both grew up in Medford and I didn't really know him growing up, but he, we met on Instagram. He reached out to me on Instagram and that's how we really met. We've done like a lot of stuff together since, 
Um, but yeah, he was so excited about coming and coaching the college of him. You know, he coaches hockey seven days a week. He's like a <laughs> hockey holic. And um it it's great to see him coaching the college level. I think that's where he belongs. And I think uh, he does great stuff. So I just want to show him a little love. I mean, talk about Coach Dana here a little bit. Um, he's my guy. So let's talk about him a little bit. Um, I can start us off. I will say, like, he is like a dad to us. He comes in the rink earlier than all of us every I'm day. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, positive as can be, is playing in all the games. I'm pretty sure he checked a goalie today. Like, <laughs> He just has the best advice. He's there for stories. I always say he's like a cat. Like he's lived nine lives. He says something else to me. And I'm like, what do you mean you've done that job? He's amazing. And he's always there for all of us when we need it. Because like you said, like college sports are a commitment. And mentally, physically, like you have to give your all to it. So having someone there to provide a smile and a laugh, Dana, Dana's that guy. So we yeah. really appreciate him coming and I know he's always running to a rink another rink somewhere right after so yeah he lives he I mean he'd be the best concession review person like we we do concession reviews of games he'd be unbelievable concession review at hockey rinks like he probably's been to every single one of them um <laughs> but he is a great guy and, and you know I'm really glad he put me on to you guys and your program and uh, he loves it. I mean, every time he talks about it, it is just like smile from ear to ear and how great the kids are, how great everything is and makes him super happy. So I'm glad that yeah. it fits for him. It fits for you guys and so on. Um, we have a lot of college athletes that listen to this podcast. You know, our age range is from 18 to 42, but 18 to 24 is huge for us. Um, talk about to those kids that are listening out here, and it doesn't matter necessarily the sport, but just more the commitment to it. Um, being a college student, athlete right i mean a lot of you is i mean some of you are in nursing here i mean i'm looking at your majors that you told me uh, mechanical engineer art major um i can't even read my own writing but i know someone said nursing too but obviously that there's commitments to that as you get older like internships or um you know hours that you have to put in somewhere talk about just in all you can chime in i'd love to hear from all is how do you balance that life of like student athlete, being a student, committing to what you're really going to school for versus being a college athlete and having all these things that you also need to do? I'd say, obviously, as you just said, you have to time out everything. So time managing, being college athletes, student athletes, whatever you want to call it, um, is probably one of our biggest skills that we need during the season, especially just because you obviously have classes and then our Practices are normally five to seven and on Mondays and Wednesdays we have lift which will go for like an hour after practice or something and then we have film on Tuesdays and Thursdays so you really just gotta sit down on the weekends this is what I do I write down everything in my planner and then I have to check off everything that I do for homework and I'm like I'm gonna be at the rink for x y and z hours this day I need to get all my homework done by the end of that day because I'm not going to have time to do it at night or get it done before practice. And what do you guys practice hours? Like you mentioned practice a couple of times, like are you guys more, or is it just like whenever ice is available? No. So the men's have the first slot. So that's three to five. And then they play on Thursdays. So on Thursdays we get three to five, but the rest of the week we get five to seven. So it's a two hour practice every day plus an hour lift on top. Is that good time for all you guys as a five to seven, or is that tough for a lot of people here sometimes depending on what they might have to do? 
Um, there are a few good classes sprinkled in, but most of us have get priority um, admission to classes. So we get to pick morning classes and then we have practice at nighttime. Oh, so that's when nice, we, huh? Like yeah. you pretty much guarantee yourself whatever class you want in a sense, right? I'd say the closer you get to like senior year, you have like less flexibility, obviously, because you're not like taking gen eds, you're taking the classes that you like actually need to graduate. Um, so I'd say there's a couple of upperclassmen that sometimes miss classes. Obviously there's some, but one, like Dee Dee said, student athletes get um, the privilege to pick classes first. So you're normally in the clear for that. And we also get that for fall and spring because we are athletes in both. So that works out. How many of you, how many of you are like multiple, anybody here a multiple sport athlete or you just play? Hard? Well, the, uh, we have a lot of dual athletes on our team, but our season is what? Five months, four, four to five months. It goes, yeah, starts like fall, it goes into the spring. So it's a lot. It's hard to do that. Kaya and Jess are. What is Dual. it? Yeah. Oh, you guys, what do you, what else do you guys play? So I play field hockey, ice hockey, and lacrosse. So I play three sports here at Salem. <laughs> I'm like, kind of lost for words there, but like, that's all, that's, I've never heard of that at any level. How do you do that? Like, seriously, like, how do you do that? Yeah, no, it's, it's a lot, but I've done it like my whole life, honestly. Um, in high school, like, I just played a sport every, uh, season I guess it was a different type of schedule than colleges but um I, I was only committed to Salem for ice hockey but I reached out to the lacrosse coach at first um basically tried tried out made the team um and then it turns out the lacrosse coach is also the field hockey coach and we got pretty close and she kind of dragged me into it but you I play goalie it. for all of them I have because the goalies on both uh other uh, teams got hurt but I, mean, I talk about your mentality for a second. <laughs> now you really got me here. I mean, you play, you play goalie in all three sports. I mean, first of all, you're getting 75 puck shot at you in a game lacrosse. I'd argue a lacrosse ball is harder, right? Maybe yeah, I don't know in a hockey lacrosse. park. It's close. Um, and then field hockey, that, that thing's not nice either. Right. I mean, I know you're more geared up and stuff like that, but talk about you. I mean, you have to volunteer, like, when you play those sports, like, I'll play goalie. Like, talk about that, like, when you're in net in any sport, are you, like, a whole different person? Because you seem, like, very quiet, very calm, very relaxed. Is that who you are in net, or are you just, like, a whole different breed of person? No, I honestly say I'm pretty quiet. Like, yeah. I observe a lot of things. I, like seeing everything especially as a goalie i'm kind of the last line there i'm alone most of the game so yeah. i watch everything i see everything um but yeah like i i did have to volunteer to play for um field hockey and lacrosse just because since unfortunate injuries but um it's kind of something that i wanted to do because as a goalie just my whole life like i want to be there for my team i want to help everybody out give everyone the opportunity to win and it's just, I That's feel like funny. it's kind of made me who I am. Like, I mean, it's a great attitude to have just in life <laughs> in general. Um, I do you feel like playing goalie for the other sports has helped you in any other sport? Like, obviously, being a goalie in hockey has helped you in the other sports, maybe to like acclimate yourself in that sense. But like, 
do you feel like you've carried over maybe something you've learned in each of those sports as far as being a goalie, or is it just three completely different types of lines of defense, I guess? They are very different from each other. Um, I'd say field hockey goalies a lot similar to ice hockey, just because of like the pads and like the kind of mechanics of it. Um, but you're not allowed like for rebounds, like if somebody shoots the ball, you're not allowed to let a rebound come out in the air. Or also, like, if it's too high, you get, like, a penalty corner against you. So that really helped me on, like, tracking and really watching the ball, hitting it, like, down in a way, which I can utilize in hockey as well. Like, push in all the field hockey, to the can corner. you cover up when you save it? Can you, like, cover it up? Like no, you know, no. So you that. essentially have to let out a rebound. So that helped me, like, really, again, push everything aside, um, get out of the danger zone. But for lacrosse, it's kind of like mental toughness. Um, the lacrosse games are a lot higher scoring. So it's kind of like, obviously, I'm going to try my best, but it's just the nature of the game is to basically get scored on, especially a lot more than hockey. So just like bouncing back, at, like after every time somebody would score or like even just making a good save, like building momentum off of that. That's but. great. Yeah, I'm always interested in the mind of a goalie because I just think they're a different breed. Like you have to be, right? I mean, the higher level you play, like the better you got to be, and that's a lot of like mental preparation, like you've mentioned, mental toughness of being able to just get pelted constantly, constantly, constantly. Um, and then Jess, you also mentioned that you were a multiple sport athlete. What sports do you play? Yeah, um, I picked up lacrosse my junior year, like after COVID. I um obviously like COVID just was like, oh, you know what? Like I want to find my love for the sport back of lacrosse. Cause obviously like hockey's my whole world. And if I had the opportunity to play, so I stepped in and played lacrosse. <laughs> That's great. And so you guys, obviously, would you play the same position in lacrosse as you do in hockey or different? Uh, I, for hockey, obviously I play forward and yeah. for lacrosse, I, had a stunt of defense and then I kind of just made my way up the field because I obviously more forward. Are you a midi or an attacker? Uh a midi and then I go to attack. Okay. A little bit of both, honestly. Okay. I mean, you probably have to, right? Because running back and forth on the field constantly is just gotta be exhausting. So I'm sure, yeah, like midfield has got to sub in and out or just switch over to attack just to catch their breath when the yeah. ball's like on the defensive side. And do you feel like you're like you picked it up junior, you said. Mm -hmm. So did you have like the three years of eligibility? Obviously you could play, like you could play this spring. You, are you playing this spring too? Yeah. So I have this spring and then I think, cause I think our freshman year, like the tail end of my freshman year was COVID. So I could play for like my freshman and sophomore year. So I still have like another year of eligibility after, but I don't for hockey. So. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll switch gears here a little bit. Uh, who's the biggest trash talker on your team? Like if you just know that like someone on your team who's just either chirping during a face off chirping on the bench, who is that? I mean, you, I see someone pointing down, so I, I don't, your screens might look different than mine. And if you're pointing down Deanna, that's the Kai and there's no way she's the biggest trash talker on the team. So who are you pointing down to? I'd say one of our top contenders is Taya. Yeah. Right, yeah, I'd agree with it. that, but I'd also give a shout out to Brenna Green and Lex Ooh, Thomas. Lex and Thomas. What kind of trash are you talking? Like, give me an example. Definitely some creative chirps. 
<laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I just feel Maybe like it's some things like that if aren't appropriate. <laughs> okay, I mean, we all get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just say it's your typical chirps. Like if you get chirped, you just I just I'm one of those people that I'm definitely throw gonna like chirp an extra you back. shoulder and the face off, like poke somebody a little bit with the stick. Are you like that kind of person too? Yeah. I That's love a part it. This of the is game. great. What number are you again? I got to make sure we get you No. <laughs> with the mic on you. Number 12. You got it. All right. I'll look You'll forward see to that soccer. people like to protect Kaya. Like, honestly, it's our job. If people get in there, you have to protect her. And you'll see Taya back there rocking some people. Wait, would you say that that also makes you like the biggest enforcer on the team too? <laughs> Or would you have a separate person for that? You know, no. I feel like our defensive core is pretty good at enforcing, like, Yeah. the boundary between them and Kaya. Yeah. But... I don't know. I'd say all of us are pretty like up there. Okay. That's great. I mean, you all stick up for each other, right? There's not Yeah, one person versus a bunch definitely. of people. It's different. Um, and then I, I guess I'll, I guess I'll just kind of ask this with it, but um, who's like the person on your team that you would say is like the biggest spark plug? Like if you just needed like someone to go out there and kill a solid penalty or someone to score a goal or change a momentum or make a big, pass or what is there somebody on your team that is kind of a catalyst like you look to that person or that person always seems to kind of do something to kind of bring life back a little bit if it goes away Yeah, um, I'd love to give a shout out to Brenna Green. She's not on the podcast, but she's a senior. And this year she, I mean, each year she's played, she's improved greatly. And this year she's been a great source of energy and she's very reliable. I just know that she can go out there and rush the puck and somehow score a goal. Um, whether it's that or just typing us up on the bench, I I think she's very beneficial to our team this year and in the past. Um, she's just doing great this year. Yeah. No, this is awesome. These are great names to hear and people to kind of put faces to a little bit when I get there. So I know who the trash talkers are, who the people that are catalysts. And obviously we'll have a camera on the net just in case there's a record breaking amount of saves uh, that we could break for a third time this year for school records. So uh, we'll pay attention to that, but um, talk about the game. I mean, like I mentioned, you guys picked this game in particular, I mean, a team that you feel like it's pretty equivalent. Have you guys played Castleton at all this year? Yeah. And how'd that go? We lost. Okay. So, but you guys obviously seen them play you. I mean, you had to, you had to go there, so that's not an easy drive or easy commute to get there either. So them coming to you is, yeah, they're going to be tired. They're going to be, you know, coming off a bus. You're always just a little bit like coming off a plane, like a little laggy, a little tired, a little, you get a stretch, go to the bath. Like every time we go to travel football, I mean, first, the first thing we do, we get off the bus, 35 kids have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, this is all the time. And it is like a buzz kill because then you got to go to the locker room. Everyone's going to do that. And then it kills your warm ups, and half the kids are already like, again, like that small stuff like does make a big difference sometimes after like a long bus ride, especially if you don't make great time, you know, and time's against you a little bit, which I'm sure. You guys probably have gone to a rink before and you have like 40 minutes to get ready and barely any time to warm up or stretch or do anything. So, yeah, hopefully it's like snow or something to make some delays or more or something like that for you guys. Um, your your years or your well, most years of seniors, your your years are winding down like this is it for some of you. This is it. Um, 
what would be your advice? And you can all answer this. I'll let everyone answer this. But what would be your advice to like the senior in high school or the current freshman that's on a team? Like what would be your advice to these girls as far as like when they go into college, what would be your advice to them as a collegiate athlete that they should just know? that they should just be aware of something that's going to make them better or something that's going to make their experience even that more memorable. Um, my advice would be value your teammates because there are a lot of outside factors. There are a lot of moving parts, coaches included. Teammates really make a difference when the person sitting next to you is pulling in the same direction. Like you just feel it when everyone's, you know, even today someone came up to me and was like, I need your help with my art homework. Like I just you want to be there for everyone and you know that everyone will be there for you. So it's kind of just trying to get everyone to pull in that same direction, getting everyone on the same ship and, you know, that's where you succeed. Um, so my best advice is value your teammates and your time with them and chemistry can take you very, very far in college hockey. That's great advice. That's very good advice. Who wants to follow that up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of my advice is just learning. I said it earlier, time managing. I'd say that's one of the biggest things you need to learn if you're going to be a college athlete because, I mean, if you do fall behind and stuff and you're just focusing on your sport, that can put you in a hole. So, I mean, all of your professors are obviously great and understanding about you being a student athlete and they – always love it when they hear that you're a student athlete but once again you're an adult when you go to college and you don't have your parents looking out for you all the time and doing everything for you so it's really just about growing up and using your time wisely i mean that was a really good answer too do you i mean this is a good question because you said it um do you feel like sometimes you have to get like your younger teammates in line a little bit like being like hey listen this is growing up here a little bit now like you're a college athlete like do you feel like once in a while you have to chunk check those like young athletes that that maybe don't get what you get yet definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's not to their fault like with age and with the years furthering down the line like you realize like just said how much time is left the clock ticks eventually so trying to get that through to them um has been something that's been really important to us upperclassmen this year because half of our team is underclassmen. We had a big shift. So trying to get that through is is something that's important to us because really, you know, it goes by quick. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, either one, I'll let Jess or Kai, whoever wants to take it next. Um, I can go real quick. So one of the things that I've always said, like my dad's always told me is you get out of it what you put into it. And we just said like the time, time's ticking, like you don't get your whole life to do this. So when you show up every day and actually give it your all, like it's, it's, it shows. So you can make the most of your time and work as hard as you can in practice, or you can show up and kind of just, you know, go through the motions, but it shows and it, it will definitely develop you as the kind of player that you are going to like grow into. So if you show up every day, it's going to show, it's going to show in your stats. It's going to show to your teammates. And um, I, that's something that I really value myself. Like I really try to push myself every day at practice and show up for my teammates because I know that they're going to do the same for me. So 
I mean, that's three really good answers. I'm not just saying that because you guys are in front of me, but they're all so different and they're all so good. I mean, just no pressure, but what will you have to <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no obviously they had great answers I was just gonna say like always work I always work hard and like push yourself and there's gonna be like rough times whether it's with your teammates or like the teams that you're facing or like whether it's like the coaches or outside factors with your professors or anything you just always fall back on like each other but also like work, working hard and pushing yourself I literally have um like a quote list that I can pull up and have like quotes for any time at any given situation that I refer to. So I always am just like work hard and play harder. And I think that just working together in a positive environment, you just got to keep moving forward and um, you can only go up from where you are. So name girls, Bravo. I mean, that's four really good answers. I think all so different and also true and unique. I mean, just even going back to the time management, I mean, that is arguably the biggest skill you need in your life. Like I'm a dad of twins. Like I do this, I teach, I run summer camp, like time management. is like, I need to like know what my day looks like from when I wake up to when I go to bed, like every day, because it is a balancing and juggling act. And, you know, you can strive at doing one thing and maybe not do so well at something else if you don't manage your time correctly. So for you guys, balancing a college athletic schedule, some use multiple sports. I mean, you're year round doing that. That is just built into your life and built into your brain and your routine and everything. Um, but very impressive. I mean, obviously, I think those are all solid answers and things that college athletes, young kids should be aware of going into college and understanding that it's not just about going playing the sport. There's just like so much more outside of it that you also have to mature and get better at. Um, usually that's kind of how I end the podcast, but I want to end this one a little differently just because you guys are great. Um we all talked at the top and I wrote things down and you don't have to like go super in deep into this. I mean, you can, if you want to, but um, just talk a little bit about like, we talk about you being a student athlete and you guys, we talked about hockey, 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 but tell our audience here, who are you a little bit outside of here? Like, what are your majors? Like, and what is maybe something like outside of college? Maybe you know that you want to do or get into, or maybe you don't yet. Maybe you just your major, you're trying to figure that out when you get out. But does anybody like know, like, or want to talk about like what they're majoring in and maybe what they know they want to get into outside of here, or maybe even have something kind of sort of set up already. I don't know, but uh, I just want to you know show you guys and you know, show people that like collegiate athletes are legit here. Like you're balancing a nonstop schedule. I'll start us off. Um, <laughs> I'm Daya Miles and I am a media communications major here at Salem State. I'm a junior. I actually came in to Salem my freshman year undecided. Um, honestly, if I didn't have to declare major my sophomore year, I'd probably still be undecided because I have no idea what I want to do with my That's life. Okay. Okay. Um, obviously, that's scary, but I'm here to tell you that it's okay not to know. What that, that's honestly amazing advice because you know how many kids think that they have to have their life figured out at 19 and 20 years old and that could be parent pressure or that could be just like peer pressure or society pressure but you don't i mean i'm 40 years old I, I, i'm a teacher but like i'm doing this and building this like i don't really know what i want to be like i'm still trying to figure that stuff out so like that's totally okay to feel that way and to also say that out loud because mm -hmm. so many people who listen to that probably felt the same way or feel the same way or currently going through the same thing and feel like, am I the only person who doesn't know what I want to be when I grow up? And yeah. no, the answer is no, most people don't, most people still don't, you know? So 
Great answer. Way to put yourself out there. Who else wants to jump in? I can go next. Okay. Uh, I'm Deanna Bosco, and I'm an art major and a psychology minor. So I'm graduating this year. I'm not utilizing my fifth year because I was one of the COVID kids, but I'm not going to use it. I think I'm going to go to grad school. I'm in the process of applying um, for art therapy. So I'd like to be a registered art therapist and licensed mental health clinician. I would say my experience with this team has definitely <laughs> lent itself to that career path. Um, minus the art part, I will say uh, hockey and art, there are two different sides of the brain. So I'm at the studio all day and then I have to shut it off and I have to go to practice. And usually I have some sort of paint, whatever, all over me, but I do it. I switch my brain and I go to practice. And until we, I met our transfer, uh, Sammy goalie, she's a new goalie on our team from Endicott. Um, I had never met a collegiate hockey athlete and art major. So um, it's pretty rare. And the art program cheers me on all the time. My professor asked me about it today. He has nothing. He just no clue about hockey, but they support me. So I mean, you got to be one of the only, and I don't, this is not, I'm not trying to make fun of, but you got to be one of the only art majors that plays a collegiate sport, correct? I have not heard of anyone else. Okay. Until <laughs> I'm so. glad I'm not insulting. I was probably like, someone listening to me like, what? No. You know, like. <laughs> yes. But the thing is like, they are so different. They're such different areas of life. And I found like a real balance in that. It sounds crazy, but having these two outlets, like they're both a form of self-expression for me and a way to apply myself. Um, rather than just, you know, going through and doing school. Like I've really tried to, follow my passions. And I will, my parents have been amazing with this. My siblings, we've all been able to follow our passions. We're so lucky that, you know, we have a supportive family and network. Um, and my teammates always <laughs> cheer me on last year, they came to my art show. So, um, it's great. I will so say what's art follow- therapy, what's art therapy. Like I'm, just, yeah. I'm more asking. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously we all know therapy, like therapy is what you want it to be. It's whatever your form of healing is. And for a lot of people, like they're not academics, they're creative people. So art therapy is a way to use, to make art and use art. And it's about the process of making art rather than the final outcome that you'd see, say in a museum. So um, it's about using art as a form of therapy and I will become a registered art therapist so I can help people use art and i'm i'm always concerned about the wellness of my teammates you can ask them so i will say it applies (laughs) yeah you give me that vibe like a teammate could sit on the couch across from me and you're just like you could talk david's been absolutely tell me tell me right like i could see that totally totally. minus the couch i do it every day there you go there you go who wants to this is great i mean i'm glad the audience is hearing this because like i said i think it's so important i think you know, this is what I do. I cover athletes because I think athletes in general just are so unique. And sometimes you just get the label of being a jock or playing sports, but you don't realize like how much other parts of this go into their life that they have to balance and figure out and do. So this is awesome. Keep it going. Uh, who's next? I can go. Um, my Same order. Kaya. I like it. Same order yeah. too is the other question. Go ahead. <laughs> um, my name is Kaya Hollingsworth. I'm a senior and I'm a biology major. Um, I'm on the biomedical track. I'm not exactly sure what I want to do. I am looking into grad schools right now, but I'm also torn because I do want to take my fifth year. So I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do for next year, but 
I still have a little bit of time to yeah, you have plenty figure of time that. to think about but, um, it. Yeah, for like future plans, I I love like being hands-on, like especially in labs. So I definitely want to continue to do stuff like that. Um, maybe something like biotech, like developing um, like drugs, like just like the COVID vaccine and stuff like that, like a company like that. Um, but yeah, a lot of like hands-on stuff, just That's something great. like the science medical part of the world. I mean, what's so great too is like everything. You guys are all so different, right? But yet you come together for such a common thing and a thing that you all love so much from different worlds. I mean, it's it's cool. That's why I'm asking here. This is awesome. Jess, go ahead. Hi, I'm Jess Robert. <laughs> I'm a fifth year, and I graduated from nursing, and then I came back for fifth year because I obviously had the opportunity to play a fifth year of hockey, and so I'm on the track of getting my master's slash nurse practitioner in nursing. So I'm this year has definitely been a little different because I got my RN and I passed my boards and everything. So I'm currently working as a nurse. So I have that more so than classes. So I work as a nurse, take like a few classes and then obviously play hockey. Do you guys ever have any electives together? Uh, you all different worlds, but are there electives that connect in your things or no? Yeah. I mean, I usually, like, if I just need, like, extra credits, I, my go-to is SMS. Um, Jess and I are actually in an SMS class right now. Um, it's fun. I mean, we just took a quiz last night. <laughs> but um, I'd say SMS is my elective go-to when I need something just because, one, I don't really want, I'd rather take a sports class instead of a history or English class. Cause I, with my um major, I'm writing papers all the time. Like I don't take tests and quizzes I write. Yeah. So that's great. What's your guys logo? What's your guys uh, mascot? Vikings. Oh, okay. That's okay. like, I have it. Oh, that's like <laughs> an orange Viking. I mean... <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that's, I like that. I got the, I'll have to get some Salem State swag when I go up there. <laughs> um, but listen, guys, it, it's been a pleasure. I, I loved having you on here. This was a great episode. You guys are just very polished, and uh, Dana was very right about you guys. So this was great. Um, we're going to be covering Salem State girls, uh, women's hockey, I should say. I say girls because I cover high school all the time. <laughs> uh, but women's hockey, 3 o'clock on this Saturday, I believe, against Castleton. Uh, so we're excited to be there. Beyond's going to be there covering all of it. And, uh, yeah, come check it out. I mean, these girls are awesome, and I'm sure their teammates are all the same. So it's a fun team to cover, and we're excited. Thank you guys for coming on here today and joining us. Thank, Thank you so you. much for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So from guys, without further ado, I'm Anthony Petrellis from Beyond Podcast. Till next time.